Hey, before we get to the bullshit, quick reminder, follow us on Instagram at listen to this why you shit. Follow us on Twitter at listen and shit. And if you have the time, go over to our Apple podcast page and give us a rating review, whether you love the podcast or you hate the podcast. Tell us why you hate or love it. Thanks for listening. Let's get to the bullshit. Welcome back to another episode of the Delicious White Shit Podcast, the home of Potty Mouse, the fastest growing podcast in history of podcasts. Do not Google that, because that is a fact, though. I'm your host, Dom Sharp. I would like to say off the rip, this is not a sports podcast. <laughs> in no way, shape, or form is this a sports podcast. Not at all. But I am a Philadelphia, and I am a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. Huge fan of Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles has been a part of my life for... As long as I can remember. As long as I can remember. I remember being seven years old, 2004, Eagles versus Patriots Super Bowl, and every grown man in my house crying and whimpering after a loss in the Super Bowl. I remember every grown man in my house crying and sobbing after a loss. I remember 2008 when the Eagles lost to the Arizona Cardinals inside the NFC Championship game. My first real season as, like, an Eagles fan, watching every single game of the season, following the team. I remember when Kevin Curtis dropped the ball at the end of the game on the final drive, tearing off my Deshaun Jackson Reebok jersey and going upstairs to my room, turning on Madden, putting in, putting in, putting in the difficulty on rookie, and just blowing out the Cardinals by 70 points. I remember that. So I would not I'd like to say this is not a sports podcast. I'm not a sports analyst. I do not I do not usually talk about sports, but the NFL draft has happened. And because of that, I want to talk about the Eagles draft. Now there's been a lot of hoopla made about the Eagles draft. And to be fair, as an Eagles fan, I did I did not like the first I did not like I did not like day one or day two and what the Eagles did in the draft. I'm gonna be real with you. Day one, we took wide receiver Jalen Hurts out of TCU. Why didn't I like that trade? Justin Jeffries was on the board. We could have traded up and got C.D. Lamb. But no, we, we allowed the Cowboys to take him at 17. And the reasoning for us not taking him, the reasoning that Howie Roseman gave us was because he didn't want to give up the second-round pick. When she didn't use that second-round pick to draft Jalen Hurts' quarterback out of Oklahoma, the Eagles just signed Carson Wentz, the starting quarterback of this football team, to a four-year deal worth $128 million. When you have a guy on your team that is getting paid $128 million at one position, you tend to not sign other players at that position, especially when that position is the most important position in football, the quarterback position. The Eagles are saying that you know, we're going to make some packages for him. He's going to be a Taysom, Hills, uh, Taysom Hill style quarterback. But let's be real. We don't need that. There's so many holes on this team that need to be filled. Linebacker, 
uh, defensive back, wide receiver, defensive line. Shit, I would have took an offensive lineman. But no. We take Jalen Hurts. And I want to say this to Jalen Hurts. Uh, he, he's not listening because why would he be? But I want to say this to him. Jalen, we don't hate you, Jalen. We don't. Let's, I'm a, we don't hate you. We hate the pick, okay? We hate that we took you. Because let's be real, there's no reason to take you. Like, there's, there was no reason to take you. Like, you were going to be on the board. Like, and I'm a bit, like, if the Eagles wanted to take a, a fucking athlete quarterback, a, a guy who can be a Swiss Army knife, a slash of sorts, or Cordell Stewart style player, Lynn Bowden from Kentucky would, Lynn Bowden, Lynn Bowden from Kentucky went in the third round to the Oakland, excuse me, the fucking Las Vegas Raiders. He played receiver, running back, and quarterback at various times in his collegiate career. He's the definition of a Swiss Army knife. Took it at number 80 overall. We took Jalen Hurts at 53. So, Jalen, we don't, it's not that we, not that Eagles fans hate you. It's just that we don't like to pick. Jalen, your best case scenario for Jalen Hurts as a Philadelphia Eagle is that he never touches the field. Why is that best case scenario? Because if he never touches the field, that means Carson Wentz never got hurt. Okay? Most rookies, they sign a four, a four-year deal, three-year deal, some shit like that. In three years, let's say this. In four years, Carson Wentz has missed a total of eight regular season games. Worst case scenario, this guy plays eight games over four years. Worst case scenario, just look at the, we look at the stats here. If Carson Wentz has missed eight games, eight regular season games over, over the course of four years, worst case scenario for Jalen Hurts is he played eight games in four years. Now I've heard some ideas float around that uh, maybe we trade him in a, in a Jimmy Garoppolo style thing. Maybe somebody needs a quarterback down the line and we got the capital and we give it up and we get draft capital back. But that's dumb when this team has so many holes to fill. Denzel Mims was on the board. But instead, Joe Douglas, took, Joe Douglas took him. Joe Douglas, former vice president of the Philadelphia Eagles, now vice president of the New York Jets, takes the player that Howie Roseman should have took. Jalen Hurst, I do not like, I don't, I don't hate you. I wish that you have the most successful career ever. You are a black man who's about to get paid. And, I, and listen, I can't, hey, black man, get your money. Get your money, black man. But if it's at the expense of my football team, get the fuck out of here, Jalen. The irony of his name, Jalen Hurts. I can see the headlines now. I can Monday, Monday morning, first take. I can see the headline now. Carson Wentz get Jalen Hurt. I don't know, some weird shit like that. Cause this is this is the epitome of showing, of showing the fan base, the media. Everybody, that we do not have faith in Carson Wentz. Every day Carson Wentz has to walk into his place of work, Lincoln Financial Field, and he has to see a statue of Nick Foles, the guy who took his job and, and took this team to the promised land. Then once he get into the building, he got to see his future. He sees his past when he walk in. Once he get into the building, he sees his future. Who does that? 
You don't do that to a guy that you just paid $128 million to. And the real problem with this pick is it makes the Jalen Rieger pick look extremely bad. Now, I'm going to be real with y'all. I didn't like the Jalen Rieger pick at first. I didn't like it. I was like, who the fuck is this kid? Who the fuck is he? Jalen Rieger, I don't hate you either. I don't hate you. But I came around on the Jalen Rieger pick. By day two of the draft, I came around on it. I was like, no one thing. I listened to a lot of, uh, I, I, I watched some, I, I, I didn't watch film on him, but I watched Bitterbirds, shout out Bitterbirds, the Bitterbirds YouTube channel. He did a film breakdown about an hour long on Jalen Hurts, uh, excuse me, on, on uh, Jalen Rieger. And it, it changed my mind. It changed my mind. I was like, okay, fine. I can deal with this. Fine, fine pick. But to come back on day two and take a quarterback, which is not a position of need, and explanation that you give our fans and the media and the whole world is because you want to be a quarterback factory. This is not high school football. This is not college football. This is not the place nor time to, to, be, to be a developmental space. The NFL has no G League. This is not the NBA where you can draft a prospect guy and send him down to your, your fucking minor league team and have him develop for a few years. No, Jalen Hurts is going to take a, a, a roster spot. The NFL allows 53-man rosters. He's going to take a roster spot that could belong to a backup safety, a backup corner, a linebacker, an offensive lineman. He's going to take that spot. That is complete and utter bullshit. The Eagles are not a quarterback factory. They are not. By any stretch of the imagination, the Eagles are not a quarterback factory. They aren't. Last year, they, take, they took Clayton Thorson in the sixth round, I believe. Clayton Thorson wasn't good enough to make the fucking active roster. He wasn't good enough. Nate Sudfeld, who I think is a, a, he's, he's a, he's a suitable backup quarterback. It's just that, a suitable backup quarterback. He would never be a starter in his league. He would never play 16 games for a team. That's not who he is. He's a backup quarterback. So the idea that you are a quarterback factory, why? Because a backup quarterback at the age of 30 named Nick Foles won a Super Bowl makes you believe that you're a, makes you believe that you're a quarterback factory? I call bullshit. And the front office, Harry Roseman and Doug Peterson, and Jeffrey Lurie should know better. They know that the fans of the fans of this team, the fans in this city, the great city of Philadelphia, are smarter than that. And they know that. They know that. So Jalen Hurts, I don't hate you. Jalen Rieger, I don't hate you. I wish both of you have the best careers. Jalen Rieger, I hope you have a better career. I do. But Jalen Hurts, get the fuck off my football team. Bye. I hope you have the best career, but not on my Philadelphia Eagles. In the third round, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. But in the third round, they took linebacker David, <laughs> Davion, Jalen Taylor, linebacker out of Colorado, who was an undersized linebacker with great speed, a project type of guy, but he is more of a hybrid in college. He played a little bit of linebacker, a little bit of safety. He's more of a hybrid. So I don't know what the Eagles plans with him, but he is. They drafted him as a linebacker. Then in the fourth round, day three, we took Kavon Wallace, safety out of Clemson. Uh, Clemson. Great pick, in my opinion. Great pick. We needed secondary. So this is this is day three now. I wake up like, okay, 
Okay, position of need. Let's fill that. Let's get that. Okay. We take O-lineman, Jack Driscoll, out of Auburn. Okay, position of need. Let's fill that. We lost, I put, we lost Halaputi Vitae. We lost him. We need to make, we need to make, we, we need offensive line depth. And this is when the, and this is when the draft get crazy. Because then we take wide receiver John Hightower out of Boise State. Thank you, Howie. Doing what the fans have wanted you to do. We wanted you to double up on receivers. Day one, day two, go receiver. Fuck it. Personally, my opinion, I wanted KJ Hamler, but KJ Hamler went early in the draft to Denver, so we didn't have a chance to get him. Fine. Cool. Denzel Mann still on the board. We didn't get him. Fuck it. Okay. But day three, we got to come back and, and double up on quarterback, which we did. Did we take Sean Bradley out of Temple, a hometown guy, played for Temple right here, in, right here in this great city of Philadelphia? Then we came back again on wide receiver and took Quees Watkins out of Southern Miss. Out of Southern Mississippi. Great. Position of need. Let's do that. Came back again in the sixth round. Took uh, offensive tackle. uh, Prince Tiga out of Auburn. Cool. We need that. We took two Auburn guys. Two Auburn guys on offensive line. Maybe those two guys have some type of, um, I don't know. Maybe they have some type of rhythm together. Maybe maybe they were good together. Cool. Fuck it. Then we take Casey, Casey Tuhill out of Stanford. Linebacker. Day three was the best day of the draft for the Eagles by far. By far, it was the best day of the draft. We drafted for need. We took two wide receivers, two linebackers. Excuse me, we did. Excuse me, we uh, we, we didn't take two linebackers on. No, we did take two linebackers day three. We took two linebackers and two offensive linemen, doubled up on all positions, and we took a safety. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. That is the draft that the Philadelphia Eagles needed to have. That is the draft that we needed to have. And I, I like this guy. I, I, I like I like the picks because a lot of the wide receivers are the same guy. It's the same type of guy. A speedster guy who's going to just run underneath the ball, tear the top off the defense guy. Now, all these guys aren't going to work. And... At least, at least, at least two of these guys won't make the active roster because they signed a whole bunch of more uh, UDFAs, and maybe one of these UDFAs outshines and make the team. But at minimum, three of these rookies, three of these wide receiver rookies, will contribute to the team in the next few years. Also, I can't forget that we traded the sixth rounder for the wide receiver out of um, San Francisco. His name is escaping me right now. Um, I should have wrote that down. I his name is his name is escaping right now. Okay, it was uh Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin is a guy who can't stay healthy. Can never can never stay on the field. But when he's on the field, it is he's he's an impactful guy. And how we how we this was this was this is the Howie Roseman that all Eagles fans want. This is what we expect from Howie Roseman. Howie Roseman, all he did was swap six rounders, and he got some potential talent. The Eagles have, I believe, 14 wide receivers on their roster now. 14 wide receivers on their roster. That's a lot of fucking wide receivers. That's a lot of wide, that's a lot of wide receivers. 
a lot of these guys won't make the team. Just the, it's, 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 the, it's, it's the facts of the, you know, it's, it's, it's facts. A lot of these guys just won't make the team. And I'm not mad at that. You got you to take as many shots as you can. Hopefully some of them stick. But a lot of these guys just won't make the team. And, and that's okay. My biggest question is, do the Eagles release J.J. Arthigo Whiteside now? Do, we, do they release him? Probably not. Why do I say probably not? Because that would be an admission of guilt. That would be a mission of we was wrong on this pick. I'm sorry. If they release J.J. Arcega white side, the Eagles will have to face the music and be like, we were wrong about this guy. A year after taking him. A year after taking him when D.K. Metcalf was on the board. D.K. Metcalf was on the board last year, and we took J.J. Arcega white side. So will the Eagles give up on him? No. He probably comes back next year. The Eagles are going to force him onto the field before anything. But, you know, I can't do nothing about that. Like, I, I get it. You can't just give up on a guy. I mean, you can, and you probably should, but because the Eagles have this illusion of wanting to be smarter than everybody else, that they won't. They they won't. They'll keep them. They keep them around. But I, don't, I hope it's not at the expense of somebody who may actually make a difference for the football team. All in all, I think the Eagles had a pretty good draft. Uh, despite the Jalen Hurts, despite the Jalen Hurts pick, I believe we had a pretty good draft. If I had to give the draft a, if I had to give the draft a grade, I'll give it a a B plus, B plus. But the B plus comes strictly off the back of day three, because day one and two were shaky days. Jalen Rieger is a guy I understand. He's a guy, the speed guy, take the top off the defense. I get it. Cool. Fuck it. Not the guy that we wanted. Not the guy that any of us wanted. A lot of people say he might have been in in the second round, so there's no need to pick him. Maybe maybe you trade back into the second round. Who who knows? There's a lot of options there. But, cool, fine pick. Day two, you take Jalen Hurts, which is which is probably the highlight of the draft, but for all the wrong reasons. Because Jalen Hurts does not add production to this team day one. Week one of the 2020 NFL season, Jalen Hurts will not start. I, 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 bet, there's a, I bet there's a prop bet now of how many downs, how many plays uh, Jalen Hurts play week one. I'll say about, I'll, if, if I had said it, the line's what? Let's be realistic here. I'll, I'll set the line at, what, three and a half? Three and a half plays? I'll take the under. I'll take the under. I think that I think they get out there maybe twice. I think that he starts the game on the field. Now that I think about it, I, it might I might go over. I might. Here's the thing: the Eagles don't like to show a lot of like their packages early in the season. They like to hold that shit for later on. So maybe I don't know. But if I if my gut my gut is telling me they'll force feed them onto the field because they don't want to look dumb. That's 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 the thing. The Eagles have this, like, Hobby Roseman, Doug Peterson, and Jeffrey Lurie has a thing where they got to feel like the smartest people in the room. These, 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 these motherfuckers win one Super Bowl, and all of a sudden they think they're fucking the New England Patriots, where they have to be the smartest people in the room. They take the smartest picks. They take the best picks. 
when I when in all honesty, I don't believe in that. I don't believe I don't believe them. I don't believe them. So, I don't know, guys. This 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 next upcoming Eagle season is looking real shaky to me. It's looking real shaky. Well, it was looking real shaky, but the first time there's going to be a game around week six, week seven, where Carson Wentz hurts his hand or something like that, and he got to come out the game for a possession. And ESPN and Fox Sports and everybody's going to blow that shit out of proportion. It's going to happen. Mark my words now. I'm recording this. I'm recording this podcast on Saturday at 3 a.m. Mark my words now. Saturday, April 26th, is, I believe is the date. April 26th. Excuse me. Sunday. I'm stupid. Sunday, April 26th at 3.02 a.m. I'm saying this now. Around week six or seven, Carson Wentz is going to hurt his hand or something like real simple. He's, he's going to play one drive. He's, he's, he's going to be out of the game for one drive, and Jalen Hurts is going to have to come in. And the media is going to blow that out of proportion. Max Kellerman is going to have a field day with this shit. Y'all, I can't, I, I honestly can't believe that we took Jalen Hurts. That Jalen Hurts shit really blows my mind. Jalen, that, that Jalen Hurts pick honestly blows my fucking brain. Like, I can't wrap my mind around why this is a good pick. I don't think anybody can actually convince me that it's a good pick either because I, I truly don't believe it was a good pick. I truly believe it was maybe the dumbest pick in Eagles history. Last year, in retrospect, the, the, the J.J. The Arthago white side pick was probably the dumbest pick. In retrospect, though, that was looking back on it, it's like, yeah, that's a dumb pick. That's only because after how, how he performed, it's a dumb pick. But this pick, you can look at it and be like, nah, this is this is stupid. You don't need you don't need a wide receiver. Why take a wide receiver? That's just I don't know. I don't know. The fact that JJ Arthur Whiteside was a second round pick too, and second round picks are usually Second round picks are usually this is two years in a row where we scrubbed up on second round picks. I believe we took Miles Sanders in the second round last year too. So I give them I give them uh, uh you get you get a mulligan on that because Miles Sanders is a star in the making. He's a star in the making. And honestly, he should have won a rookie of the year last year. Honestly. Towards the end of the year, he was the most important rookie on any fucking team in the league. And anybody can say that. Now he came on late, so that's probably why he didn't. That's probably why he didn't win it. But if you look at, if you watch game one through sixteen, there was not there was not a more important player on the team than Miles Sanders. So I'm gonna give them a. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give the front office a mulligan on that. But it's just two years in a row where they scrubbed up on second round picks. They scrubbed up. This year is Jalen Hurts. Last year JJ Arthago Whiteside scrubbed up. Plain and simple, they scrubbed up. And and it's a big scrub up. It's a big fuck up. It's a big fuck up. Because you got to think about the players that have been taken in the second round in recent history. We took we took, we took took LaShawn McCoy in the second round. Remember, remember that guy, Shady? Remember him? LaShawn Jackson. Was a second round pick. 
Remember that guy? He's back. Like, he's a second-round pick. <laughs> these guys are second-round picks. These these are the guys that second-round picks are the, the cornerstone of 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 football teams like they are the building blocks of football teams you get you get actual you get actual production there so i don't know guys Brian Westbrook second round pick Brian Dawkins second round pick okay i'm done I don't know. I, I just yelled Brian Wester was a second-round pick. I don't know that for a fact. I feel like he was. But, um, yeah, man. Eagles draft, draft day and analysis. This is not a, this is not a, this is not a football podcast. Excuse me. Uh, no, I'm wrong. Brian, Brian Westbrook was a third-round pick. Okay, sorry. But this is, this is not, this is not a football, this is not a football podcast by any means. We usually don't talk sports on this podcast, but when something like this happens, that is big news, something that is egregious, such as taking Jalen Hurts in the second round, where there's so many needs to fill on the football team and something that we got to speak about. And I felt, I felt obligated as a football fan, as an Eagles fan, as a guy who knows a little bit about sports to take Take the time. Take 20, 25 minutes to tell you guys how I felt about that shit. So, this has been another episode of the This Is Why You Should Podcast, the home of Potty Miles, the fast growing podcast, and history of podcasts. I've been your host, Dom Sharp. There's two things in the world that every human has opinions and assholes. I so happen to be an asshole with an opinion. Thanks for listening. Well, thank you for listening to that whole podcast. You are appreciated. You are a gem. And I love you. And if you made it through that whole podcast, do me one more favor. Well, actually, three more favors. Go over to my Instagram page at Listen to This While You Shit. Give us a follow. Go over to our Twitter page, Listen and Shit. Give us a follow. And if you had the time left over, if you only if you had the time, go over to our Apple Podcast page and leave us a rating review. Tell us why you like the podcast or why you hate the podcast. Either way, I want to know. Give us a one star or five star. You let us know and tell me why so I can improve based off your review and I can get better. Only way I'm ever going to get better if you tell me why I suck. So thanks for listening.